The pennants have been plenty since back in 1920 And in 55 the Dodgers won it all Camille and Freddie Fitz, Dixie and Leo the Lip The faithful love that crazy Brandon Dodger ball I'm talking baseball Gil Hodges, Campanella, Dodger baseball Zach and Cuccinello, Pistol Pete and Robbie and Big Luke Junior Pee Wee Preacher and the Duke Talking baseball Forever Dodger Blue Well, Austin's guys devoured him Speed and pitching powered him In the Coliseum and in Chavez Ravine Willie Davis, Norm Martin, Roseboro, Sutton Parker Don't forget Mike Marshall and Claude Austin I'm talking baseball Tommy D and Sandy Dodger Baseball Drysdale was a dandy Maury, Sherry, Howard, Wally Moon Padres, Karanowski, and Sweet Lou Talking baseball Forever Dodger Blue When you're talking Dodger baseball Red Barber and Davey Lopes Tommy's titles back to back Maury steals another sack Koufax with money on the line He won it every time a new beginning and the Dodgers plan on winning October baseball suits them best of all new names join the old another team unfolds there's law and order and Tommy Lasorda so let's play ball I'm talking baseball Dusty and Fernando Dodger baseball Russell Sachs and Landro Garby Royce the Penguin and the Hoot Monday, Yeager, Hal Guerrero, too. I'm talking baseball, forever Dodger Blue. Talking baseball, forever Dodger Blue. L.A., L.A., L.A. Talking
between your eyes. And we're back. We're back forever. What's and up? Ben is back. Special Ben. Yeah, I'm sorry. Special Hi. guest. Uh, Hello. Ben. Um, no, we don't call we don't call Ben a special guest anymore. No, I know. That. I was gonna give him a, a oh, name. Wait. Oh, okay. I was gonna say Ben. Uh, hey, uh, I'll take a name. Ben Superstar. Wow. <laughs> I'll take that. Cool. Uh, what did we just listen to? That was Gel of Split 12 Inch with Cold Brats on Convulse Records. Cool. Pretty pretty aggro there. 45 pretty seconds, you know. You get a lot of, a lot of bang for your buck. It's all you need when you're, uh, you know, young and angry and <laughs> or can, old can and still play that fast. <laughs> Jeez. But that's, yeah, that's cool. Started it off with... Um, a gift from my buddy Ben here. Uh, it's uh, the song. It's called "Talking Baseball." Uh, it's the Dodgers version. I think there's actually a name for it, uh, or it's oh, it's called "Forever Dodger Blue." Nice. Um, it's a uh, it's a rendition of a of the song that he made. I think I think he made like a generic one for like baseball in general, and then. They start he and then they pressed a bunch of uh, copies of this for specifically for a team. So there, there's a version of this for like the St. Louis Cardinals or some shit. Like back then, there but the was, Dodgers one's the best. Exactly, the best. And uh, the actually, come to think of it, back then there was a lot fewer teams. I think there was only like <laughs> sixteen teams, and now there's like huh. twenty four or some shit. I mean, famously, the songs from that softball episode of The Simpsons. Well, yeah, for me, I personally know it from that. Like, you know, the they they did it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if it was also Terry Cashman that did the. Oh, it was. That, uh, I think Simpsons it was him. Yeah, one. but uh, they. That's where I first heard it, and uh, but me come too, to yeah. find out that it's just like I guess a pretty well known. Um, baseball ditty that was like um created specifically uh, maybe for like a i don't know tv the, or at the games who knows but yeah mm. cool it's really fun thank you ben i really i really enjoyed listening to this and the b-side was actually pretty fire too it's like a fucking it's a song called uh baby baby i love you and uh it doesn't it's not as cringe as that sounds you're one of the biggest <laughs> Dodger and Simpsons fans that I know. We'll go on record saying that. So you had to have this record. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, I, this is probably on par with, like, uh, I don't know. There's some, um, I think there's a Tommy Lasorda record out there somewhere. <laughs> and I can't, If anybody has that, I'd, I'd love that, too. But It's like his lounge record? or No, it's like <laughs> fucking, yeah, I don't even know, dude. Like, it, it might just be. His, him like his his, his, his he's rapping his rapping <laughs> <laughs> rapping Tom yeah who knows but yeah. yeah that that this is really fun and I'm hope I hope you guys enjoyed it also because yeah we're I was telling Daryl that this is pretty pertinent right now because of the phenomenal season the Dodgers are having the the fact that you know um that the fact that Vin Scully passed away and that uh and. It recently maury wills one of their uh um i think he's actually their um the the leading base dealer for of all time for the dodgers um, wow. 
he recently passed away. So RIP to those guys. And, uh, you know, and there's, we're looking, we're, it's looking like we have a good shot at taking it all. So, you know, suck it haters. (laughs) (laughs) Eat LA. That's right. All right. Where are we, what are we playing, man? We're going to listen to the weirdos next. Uh, Eat LA. Eat LA. What? Oh. Yeah, the weirdos. Uh, I I can't stop listening to the weirdos right now. Uh, I used to see them a lot in high school because they had reformed recently. They are the coolest, and I don't think I've ever appreciated them more. I thought about playing only weirdos songs tonight, but some other night maybe. But tonight we're listening to Life of Crime, one of the best songs ever. And uh, do you do you know any of these guys? I've I've met a few of them. Um, uh, Cliff Roman's like the coolest dude. He's their guitar player, and like mm-hmm. uh, uh, I think he's like a fucking teacher or something like this. But like cool. he's like just like smart and nice and like awesome dude. I I mean I haven't seen that dude in like twenty years or something. But yeah, uh, he the, Cliff Roman just did like a weirdos set at the Offbeat. Oh no last shit. Sunday. Oh, yeah. I've missed out. <laughs> Were you there, Daryl? Uh, we had to go, so I, <laughs> I'm sure it was great. But, yeah, uh, we, yeah. We, we jammed before. <clears throat> Wait, uh, this past weekend? Yeah, like three days ago. When was the Dollar Boys thing? <laughs> uh, like two weeks ago. <laughs> was it really? Why did it feel it, it was? Wasn't it? Okay, shit. Fuck. All right. We'll talk about that a little bit later. What's there to talk about? We just talked about <laughs> it. It was fun. Okay. Oh. Okay. Weirdos. You're not going to stop me from talking about it. Weirdos. Your drivers painted red out. 
So what happened a year ago? It doesn't matter. Oh, okay. Kyle, your roommate, and I were playing chess outside. He played the song Mystery by the Wipers. I was so stoned. I was like, who is this? He's like, the Wipers. I was like, oh. And as I was explaining to you earlier, I like really listened to the Wipers a lot for a long time. And then just stopped listening to them forever. Until recently when I uh, rediscovered this whole cover that we just listened to of a Wipers song, which is fantastic, on this box set that some dude sold me. And uh, for the real uh, dollar heads, you might remember <laughs> that a track from this box set has been played before by Marcos. But Ben and Marcos got it at the same place. And Ben, wait, no, you no, gave the deal. Marcos. Me and Marcos worked at the same sale, and this dude was selling. He had two copies, and he sold them both to me for $5 each, which is a great deal. Thank you, Jeffrey Weiss. Shout out. <laughs> and um, then I gave one to Marcos. And I forgot who I had given the other one to. And you reminded me that he had played it on the podcast earlier. And I was glad I gave it to Marcos and not some asshole who didn't deserve it. Shout out to Marcos. There you go. And before that, we heard a fucking great track. What was that? That was uh, the King Mike Entertainment System uh, track called Very Hard off the album that he just released on his own state champion records. Uh, you might r- remember King Mike from a little band called The Screaming Females, where he plays the bass. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. And so that's this was kind of him, you know, being off the road for the first time in his adult life or whatever, and just churning out some crispy fucking power pop jams. It's a, just a great fucking record. Yeah, there's a really good... Um Marissa Paternoster interview in the latest issue of Razor Cake for RazorCake.org. RazorCake.org. Subscribe. Get you some. If you guys don't already know. But yeah, this issue that came out recently. Great, great read. Yep. And uh, Marissa, of course, is also a member of uh, Screaming Females. Um, So we started this last set off with a band called uh ignorantes which um translates to very smart people um <laughs> language this, yeah uh and, the song is called mierda which translates to shit and um the that actually that word actually makes it into a lot of their song titles uh let's see it's uh estudiar es una mierda that means Studying is shit. <laughs> Trabajar es una mierda. Working is shit. And uh, I think that's it. But I like the the song titles of the last two songs. <laughs> Tiempo de destrucción. Yes. Noche de depresión. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. Um, you is, always bring in uh, records with great artwork uh, that is, uh, nobody can see on. But like. You know, the thing about this, this artwork is that it's not for anybody who's uh, easily offended because it's just, it's very childish. It's very, it's very, you know, dick and fart. Uh, what's the word? Uh, Th- there's a man <laughs> farting. Dick and balls. Humor? It looks like a <laughs> atomic bomb and it says, oi. There's a naked man skateboarding. Yes. There's a penis drawn on the back. There's a penis going into a butt on the back of this drawing 
And it, you know what? What the, it, the what they wrote here is is like más lento, más lento, which means slower, slower. <laughs> there is like this weird uh, repetition going on uh, with some of the other images as well. Yes, like the Chilean wannabe bands <laughs> one. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not. I don't want to comment yeah. on that. But uh, yes, well, let's just say that there's going to be like when when people get hip to this record, there's going to be a lot of uh, stocks. This the stock market is going to crash. Stocks market on uh, <laughs> fucking uh, Danglers and and uh, leather jackets and combat boots are going to go up. So you know, oh, the name of this record is called Parece. Que tuvimos demasiados hijitos, which means uh, it looks like we had too many children. And if you look at the album cover, you know exactly what you can. You, you get the idea. Five children. Five. Too many. Uh, gosh, this is great, though. Um, shout out to Chile. <laughs> and then we started that set off with the weirdos. No. No, we didn't actually. That was a oh while yeah, we ago. did it. We did, we did. Oh, did we? We did. Oh yeah, we did. That's I'm sorry, that was yeah. That we had the line written in the wrong spot of the. <sighs> I'm fired. You're fired, sorry, guys. Um, All right, what are we playing now? McFly. So we're playing a band <laughs> called uh, like, unbeknownst to me when I when I first heard this, I thought the band name huh. was SWA because that's what it looks like, right? It's what we've been taught to think right. when we see letters like that. Okay. This looks like a woman sitting in a salt field. I, yeah. I imagine that, that's, that's what it is. That's exactly what it is. And, um... <laughs> that was called okay. winter. Maybe that snow. was called winter. <laughs> <laughs> this, uh, this is actually... Uh, okay, and then so it's not SWA. It's... And, you know the the funny thing is that the first person Swap. who clued me into this was was Todd, and he told me we were talking about um, shitty SST bands, and he said SWA, and I was like, I think you mean SWA, but I didn't correct him, <laughs> and he's right, it's fucking SWA. That's what they're called. Wow. Yeah, and I, I they did that on purpose apparently, um, and uh, so. It's Chuck Dukowski, who you might know from, from um, Chuck Dukowski Sex Tech. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and Meryl Ward, which is uh, their, um, their one of their roadies, and also I believe he was was he the guy? No, no, Mugger was in a yeah. the band that we can't whose name we can't say. But uh, so it's Greg Cameron who was in uh, I believe. October Faction, which was a band that was uh, members of uh, fucking, I think, Black Flag and um, um, I've never heard of October Faction. <sighs> okay, I I want to say that it was uh, the members of um, um, Husker Du, maybe, but I could be wrong, but. Uh, Anyway, so it's for sure you know Chuck Dukowski's in this band, and um, this record I uh, I found at Amoeba, and it was like three bucks or something, so I couldn't pass it up. 
way back when uh, Amiibo was at their old location. And I listened to this again recently, and I was like, first of all, it's not bad. It's it's really good. I mean, if you're into kind of just like guitar rock and like like riffs and fucking, you know, like kind of like metal vocals and stuff like you're, you'll be into this and uh yeah i i i want to say <laughs> i'm i'm sure that i brought this with me a few times <laughs> and like never had the courage to play it but uh uh either that or we play well, the marcos is in here you won't feel <laughs> judged so hard and uh um and uh and i also like uh uh I'm I'm almost certain that I might we might have played it before, but it doesn't matter because nobody We've never played nobody this knows. Record. We've never played this. Okay, Swat. and uh, there's something else about, um, specifically about the 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 uh, cover model, um, the lady who's on the cover. Yeah. Um, and we'll we might talk about that after the song. This right, is so clearly around, salt. People. That's not snow on the cover. I'm yeah, going to verify this. For sure, that's a salt flat. Okay, thank you. I'm high. <laughs> Swa. Swa. Feel my 
into the Oh, the rest 
We're back. Woo! Like a nice. We are yeah. back. Thank you guys so much for letting me roll up late as usual due to my child care needs. Wow. This is the part where you guys say, oh, it's no problem, Renee. It's really? Chill, it's, man. No, it's hey, great. We, good, we love waiting around for you. I was hoping what you would be as crowded as We didn't time. even notice on, you weren't me. here. five guys there. Should I take a bench? But uh, no. yeah, great to see you guys. Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah. Not going to lie, you miss a lot of bangers. Yeah, I, I see a lot of beer on the table. I'm wondering, like, what did I miss? Mm. But that's, that's, that's what the fun part about the podcast coming out is when, when you show up late. Like, oh, I get to, like, I wasn't there for all of it. Yeah. You're all. It's new to me, TGIF Fridays. It's cool. Like, you know, show up when you can. And, you know, it's always fun. And uh, bring a record. And, uh, bring a record. Today's a mail day. We got mail. We got we're, or unboxing day for me. We got mail from Rick V. He's a lover of the of the show. Yeah, he's one of our biggest fans. One of our probably the biggest fans. <laughs> not, not one of our rivals at all. Nope. Renee nope. gets m- mountains of these fan letters, and <laughs> and everyone else in the group. Just like, that one. You brought in a bag, dude. No, but this is all things I've re- I've gotten from people that I love. Juan hooked me up with this one. Yeah, the, the Rans yeah. seven inch, and then I recently—well, I guess they sold it to me. They sold <laughs> it to me for money. Well, I tried well, to actually, give no, it to you. It was nine, and I only had ten, and I was like, "It's fine." And then she gave me a drink ticket, and I was like, "That's actually a great deal." So for ten dollars, I got a seven inch and a, and a Modelo. Wow, so that's, that's that's a deal. What I mean, year is this? Yeah, exactly. Nineteen eighty-two. Exactly. <laughs> it went from like, "Ah, uh, yeah, it's fine." To, yeah, I know we're cool. I love you guys. <laughs> uh, so yeah, new stuff. Um, Pantalones pequeños, ruedas grandes. Big pants, little wheels. I'm assuming it's going to be about the 90s. I hope it's about the 90s uh, from our man Rick V. So definitely hit him up and check that out. Un cómica autobiográfico. It's an an autobiographic (laughs) comic written by Rick V. And it's translated into Spanish. And uh, we were all admiring the art. Nash skateboards. Oh, cool! It's a small window into his love of uh, skateboarding, circa '86 to '93, where he got his boards, who he skated with, and who, for a while, he bothered with skateboarding. Yeah, as I, I mean, this came out uh, a while ago. Oh, it did in English. Ah, ah. And uh, I, I can't read English, so the pleasure of owning it and reading it and enjoying it, and a big fan. '86 is pretty fucking early for him he's an og dude he's oh, fucking he was I there mean, i always thought that he was a little bit younger than well younger than me but maybe like you guys's age or something because you guys are like at least four Scott years people age differently 
It's the skanking. Uh, yeah, Don't they they really actually do. Neither do I. They get a little bit more um, cardio in by due to the skanking. Do I. Um, and they have more but, positive messaging, like that message to Rudy telling him like what to do and what not to do. Like maybe we should make like a message to you, Punky. Like don't drink punky. all the time. Punky can't fail, dude. Stop uh, drinking all the time. You look like shit. I, dude, I write my own a song drink. to myself. Need something else <laughs> other than junk food. Yep. So yeah. Cool. Someone else say something. Well, let's talk about the songs we play. <laughs> yeah, we listened to Rancid. Now nice. we we all just did a DJ gig down at Footsie's the other That's night. Right. It was a very great night. It and was it was, reason... it was one of the best nights I've ever had. Wow. <laughs> okay. I'm fun. with that. Die. What happened? <laughs> what it was just, it well, was I missed the whole thing. Was, where was I? I'm usually late, but I was earlier for that one. I did the first 30 minutes and left. 5 to 5.30. Boom, boom, boom. It's a good boom. set. Thank you very yeah. much, sir. Daryl was being surly. I was like, hey, Daryl, you're up next. He's like, I know. <laughs> I did. <laughs> and I was I like. I created the timesheet. <laughs> <laughs> you did the timesheet wrong. You said I was DJing for an hour and a half. There was one typo. I, I saw that. I was, I like, was yeah, sweating. Fucking, right? it was just I was like, one. no. I, oh, man, I, I was hoping Marky would show up my fucking records. I wanted her. Yeah, that's fine. Anyway. But we played nine rancid songs that night. It was getting called yeah. out by our man Joe yeah. every time someone played a rancid song. <laughs> yeah, and he did a really impressive uh, version of um, of Tim doing the whirlwind. You know. The, the dance he does where he's not playing the guitar but he's like spinning with it you know yeah, yeah, yeah. that was that was amazing it, that that's a sight to behold if you if you ever run into joe dana ask him to do that for you because it's it's amazing nice and yeah it was really fun it was yeah, yeah had, thanks a, to everyone really who came time. out that was great thank you to, to uh, raul raul um joe. Obviously. Joe, Jeff Proctor, um, the folks. There were some folks who, who actually are fans of the show, and I, I, I will absolutely never. Yo, <laughs> I shouldn't Sarah say never, but I don't. Shout I, out, there you go. Fans. There, I, I. There were some some She's folks that came in that, that. Uh, that they uh, somebody came out and they were like, it was like a couple, and they were fans of our show, and like Sarah and Julian. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. great. Yeah, thank you. And that that was that was great to meet actually somebody who actually knew like what we do like you know that oh man I missed all that completely like they were like oh you played some more mellow stuff than you usually do and I was like you actually I was horrified I was like you actually listen to what we play so that was great I, I love yeah, I'm I, just gonna ignore that I don't want to <laughs> think about that. <laughs> Yeah. Well. Oh yeah. yeah. But before we played that song, we played a. You played a great Kinks song there. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> the Kinks. Such a great, such a great oh, band. So great. Such a great band. <sighs> I, I think <laughs> one of the things I love about the Kinks is that, unlike um, their inferior counterpart, the Beatles. Um, <laughs> While the Beatles were so like self-obsessed, the Kinks were obsessed with others. Like so many Kink songs are about like literally their fans. 
uh, like the song that I played um, by the Kinks um, at the <coughs> DJ set, Rock and Roll Fantasy, is like about rock and roll fans that like live for rock and roll. And then this song is about like being obsessed with a rock and roll DJ who like all of a sudden isn't on the air and you're like trying to hunt him down. Like, where is this guy? Uh, and it's funny because in the song, lyrically, they make a reference to like, hey man, did you piss off like the wrong guy at a meeting? Da, 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 because like that's actually what they did. <laughs> kind of, kind right. of. Uh, which is why they didn't get to be what they could have been. But it doesn't matter because the records are there. Find them. The Kinks. Yeah. Possibly the greatest rock band of all time. Or at least in the running, which is a great running to be in. They're in the running. They're in the running. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, like... Oh, yeah? There's some great rock and roll bands out there. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll say it. I've said it before. I'll say it again. The, listen to the Great Lost Kinks record, man. That's what's up. Except for that one questionably anti-Semitic song. Oh, my God. Fucking record. Well... There you can you make go. your mind up about that one. <laughs> There's different things that they now, did. Now I definitely want to listen. That are definitely, like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but yeah, it's a, it's a, as a as a lifelong fan of rock and roll, it's it's almost like a get what what the record executives thought was a curse ends up being almost like a gift for rock and roll fans because unlike all the other greats that get stuffed down your throat, the Kings are like the long lost, purposely tried to get filed under the rug great that every real rock fan gets to discover and you're like it's like big star you're like what the fuck how is this not what the fuck this is awesome it's like a, it's like a present to you they don't want to play the game they yeah. they got banned from touring america yeah they like they, they fuck it yeah they got banned from like being played on the radio in america in yeah. a time where it was like well there goes that when they're making <laughs> their best shit yeah. like village mm-hmm. green or whatever mm-hmm. yeah. yeah they fucked up in the coolest way they got drunk and they Someone up, the dolphins, like, <laughs> yeah, on a boat. Come on, <laughs> hey, Oasis that's got a- famous, they got blacklisted, <laughs> paved the way, paved, they paved the way. Yeah. <laughs> Oasis would have never made it off that ferry if it wasn't Mm-mm. for the kinks, yeah. But the anyway, Sex Pistols should be thanking, uh, anyway. I've been thinking about the Sex Pistols a lot lately. What about well, I mean, because you know, a lot of people have been referencing God Save the Queen and whatnot. Yeah, um, I really, I mean, I love the Sex Pistols. They're great. I love that scene um, where they're performing live, and he says uh, right before he walks off the stage, like crouched down. Have you ever felt like you've been cheated, or like mm-hmm. do you ever feel like you've been cheated? I, yeah. I don't know. It's just like something yeah. about it. It's just like, oh man, like it seems so simple and it seems so dumb, but like somehow, like the older I get, I'm like, it's not simple and it's not dumb. It's like fucking great. I've I've always had a feeling that Daryl hates Sex Pistols. No, he doesn't. Really? No. Um, <laughs> wow. Uh, he doesn't love them, but he doesn't hate them. I can't say I hate the Sex yeah, Pistols. Yeah, he can't say he hates the Sex Pistols. Okay. Uh, about this. <laughs> I mean, that shit, that shit is burnt into my brain, like... In a positive fashion. I don't um, know. Yeah, I feel you. Don't know and, 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 and I feel and like... you see, like, the Sex Pistols footage on BBC, like, those BBC documentaries. <laughs> no, like, like, when it's, like, the first time you see that shit, and you're, like, 17, you see, like, these kids from the 70s, like, pushing each other Spitting. around. The sex Pistols, you're like, yeah, 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 no, there's nothing is wrong with this. This is perfect, like... But, yeah, like... I did, anyway. <laughs> there is, like, like... Yeah, you ever feel like you've been cheated? Yeah, like, <laughs> uh, like the like the smaller nuanced stuff is definitely lasts a lot longer than just like the fourteen year old discovering punk for the first time and just yeah. like absorbing the image and and just then 
the bullshit just kind of reveals itself. Uh, I remember also, like, there was people who would be like, you know, well, the Sex Pistols were a bunch of fucking posers because, you know, they were a boy, they were a, a manufactured band, basically, you know, like uh, Malcolm McLaren, you know, put them together, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, and for a while, I have to be honest, that that kind of like influenced the way that I looked at them and I was like, you know what? Yeah, they're a bunch of fucking posers. But then I actually like got my hands on a copy of a Nevermind the Bollocks and I was like, this is really fucking good. These are good songs. So oh, yeah. Even if they're, if you, so what if they're a fucking, you know? So what if like at that point, you know, like Sid Vicious was what they were trying to sell and, you know? It, it's still it's it, the songs speak for themselves and and Sid Vicious speaks for himself. I, I was a freshman in high school in 1998, and, and all the girls that I liked that I wanted to like me told me that, <laughs> that the only guy they liked was Sid Vicious, and I was like, "What?" what? <laughs> <laughs> it was also, 1998, and I was like, "What year is this?" Like, <laughs> and also, the really confusing thing me. about our age is that the Sex Pistols did a reunion ben. tour in 1996 yes. when we were <clears throat> just discovering punk music, yeah. and that kind of threw off everything yeah i had to like unlearn <laughs> that the sex pistols were not a current band and just wow. like here's i got a good one for you a totally 100 percent. and b i actually got to rock out at a punk show with a sex pistol who was being <clears throat> drunk and obnoxious and like I was, old about to, this. was young enough to still be knocking people around and the buzzcocks <laughs> were there they had a great fucking set and in retrospect i'm like wow like I used to always be like, I'm too old, this sucks. And I'm like, I guess I, I guess I squeezed in like some sweet moments. I had to rock out with the Sex Pistols watching the Buzzcocks. Was it Glenn, Glenn Matlock? Uh, no, it was the singer. Stevie John- oh, oh, yeah. Johnny Rock. Johnny Rock, yeah, he lives in San Diego. John Lydon? Yeah, well, he lives in San Diego. It was funny because I he thought like, he lived in Venice. No, he lives in San Diego. I thought he lived in he's Beverly. A, he, he's a Trump guy now. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but yeah, yeah, he was like knocking drinks over on my friend Brenda and my wife and me and my friend Pedro. Were like, dude, this guy's fucking annoying. <laughs> and then we were talking like, dude, this fucking old guy. And then like we both looked at him and we were like, dude, no way. And then we we're like, dude, is it possible? Is it possible? Like some other like older guy was next, and he's like, yeah, it's him. And we were like, holy shit, man. Like he's so. <laughs> he's still an asshole yeah he was like he was he was heckling uh he's like pardon my this, this was in canes uh in san diego which is just like a bar like it's just a bar oh, with a was stage. he fat yet um yeah i'm no pretty fatter sure than anyone in this room oh um, if you don't go on records i want to make out with johnny rotten that's his story there you go yeah yeah okay. Johnny, if we all want to make uh, drop us all. one of the you guys have to make out from John Mueller, Sex Johnny Pistols. Rotten, you would choose Johnny Rotten. No, I picked John Mueller. <laughs> no, you <laughs> wouldn't. Yeah, He's got like thirty dollars, uh, thirty years on that. Thirty dollars? Yeah. You'll make out with John Mueller for thirty dollars. We got Whoa. this on tape, right, guys? Okay. Done. Wait, what? John, call me. <laughs> John will do it for free, man. Oh man, this is turning out to the John turning to the John Mueller makeup party. I you can make not, a zine of a I list. Not, and you I cannot figure out right now how much of this I need to edit out. You should edit well, what if we make a zine just a list of people that say that they'll make out with John Mule, and we'll give it to John Mule as a present? I'm not as of right now. I'm not sure I'm editing any of this. Out. We're giving you raw content. Right? 
Yeah, we're giving it to you raw. I mean, come on. We've all been. All right, now we're we've all fantasized about John Meal at least once once in our lives. So, you know. Uh, and before let's just put it, it let's just put it out there. It's fine. <laughs> oh, there's gonna be a lot of talking about this one, the Dimmer album. Dimmer. God, we haven't talked about these songs. No, yet. Like, we're uh, still we we're still at to, the kinks, dude. We have to cut some shit. Uh, take a deep breath. Take sorry, a deep buddy. breath. Just imagine we're going action and now go into it. How long? Oh, Daryl, tell us about the Dimmer, Dimmer album. <laughs> you want to start over? We'll just start again and talk about like the, the whole show. I think you three, two already. <laughs> so we just and we're back. And we're back. Yeah, and uh, we just did a night at Footsie's the other night, DJing, and we played oh, we're a not bunch going of that far. Back. I know that's how far back we have to go. <laughs> uh, all right, so that was the track Tyler off the new debut LP from Dimmer, LA's uh, premier mm. punk band. Uh, I guess playing their first show in between three and a half and four years on November 3rd at the Zebulon. And this is the record release show. So come on down, pick up the record, have some fun. It's uh, from 7 to 10 on when? Friday. Friday. November Friday? 3rd. November 3rd. Okay. Uh, I'm pretty sure this will post by then. Good. But yeah, it's like, you know... I picked up the seven inches. LPs take records take a long time in general these days. I don't hold my breath anymore, you know. Well, but uh, yeah, it's yeah. I I started to notice a trend of like uh, seven inches. I guess get released a little bit quicker, but um, you they're, also they're like almost as expensive as LPs. Yes, now. and they and and you. The the pressing uh, numbers have gone down, so where it used to be like a, a seven inch might get pressed like in the thousands, like maybe like one thousand copies for like that would be like you know the the standard amount. Now it's like three hundred copies, and oh, wow. and who know, and 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 they go for like uh, they get sold for ten bucks, and which is kind of high. But everything else, everything else is high nowadays. So, <laughs> so, yep. but uh, yeah, it's amazing know. what is ten bucks. Or like, what isn't ten bucks? Jesus Christ! Everything's like lunch twenty is, bucks now. It's fucking lunch is ten to twelve bucks. You know, fuck. It's weird. So you know, um, and honestly, I was just like, well, I'll just pick up a record. I'll just pick up this dimmer LP at the sh- show, so I don't have to pay for shipping. So shout out to Wyatt for loaning me a copy of this Dimmer LP that he ordered. What up, Wyatt? Wyatt <laughs> <laughs> I told him that um, I did. I mention this here before. I don't know. You haven't told him what you're talking about. All right. Well, <laughs> maybe I have. I mean, maybe. <laughs> It's a great podcast. I don't remember anymore. <laughs> but oh yeah, you did. Come you on, did. oh yeah, okay. you definitely told us one. All right, forget it. I'm not. There you go. It. All right, all right. <laughs> so we, SWA. What does that stand for? SWA. <laughs> <laughs> it stands for single, single white, white uh, Angelina. Yeah. <laughs> Is huh. that snow or salt? Uh, salt. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Winter. Yeah, yeah, we talked about. That. Yeah, we talked. No, about that, I so. know. I'm just busting. All right, so we're keeping uh, this theme going, right? I the think. Theme? 
We have a theme. Well, you're playing. We're playing well, Ernest ben Tubb, right? Played the brothels, and now you're gonna play. No, that, I'm not. I okay. know. I saw. All right. Well, that's fine too. Well, <laughs> I just thought that was heaven. No, no, no. You're no, gonna no. play. No, no, no. What are you gonna play? So I'm gonna play a, a track off of this record that um is kind of like kind of highly anticipated being released on vinyl. It's been. Like the digital version has been out for a little bit of, for a while, like about two years. But uh, I guess this record like was put on the back burner due to like you know depressing plants and all whatever all that shit entails. And uh, so this is Liquid. Um, that, I mean, uh, I remember a time when this band was releasing an LP like every eight months or something. Well, yeah, no, they were they were putting out. Um, and it's ironic because like uh, or you know. I have a friend who uh, on um, on Instagram, <laughs> a, a, a buddy of mine who who told me that uh, that he uh, this is the first time of him hearing about this band, and uh, he didn't know anything about them. And when he heard this record, he was really into it. And I was like, "Oh, you've never heard of like you know Coneheads because it's like it's a guy that played on Coneheads record." He's like, "No, I haven't heard of them either." And I'm like, "Oh." well, you're really going to like that stuff too. And um, so it's basically this, yeah, they put out a bunch of uh, tapes, seven inches, and one other album, I think, on Drunken Sailor. Mm -hmm. And this was pretty, like... There's only one other record? One one, one other 12-inch on Drunken Sailor. And then the other ones are, like, seven inches and cassettes and stuff. Um, but this was, uh, I guess they, they, um, they couldn't get it released fast enough. And so they just put it out digitally and they were like, you know, well, we'll see when it comes out. And I think it's actually like a, a joint venture between like fucking like five labels or something. I don't know. But, uh, yeah. Anyway. This is Liquids. The album is called Life is Pain Idiot. And this song is called Think Too Much. And I think you guys will really enjoy it. That's what you think, fool. Look at this artwork. <laughs> I'm looking. Is everyone else looking? Yeah, can I you can guys see? No, see all this? our listeners. Yeah, all can you our, see our, this, guys? Our listeners. Jesus. Our listeners, they, 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 they can use their magic. Wow. Google it. Oh, my God. I want to see
Hey you. Yeah you. Anyone has potential to be Razor Cake contributor. If you don't see or hear what you like covered, lend us a helping hand. If you're knowledgeable in DUI, DI. <laughs> Oh, oh my god. god. Yes. Oh my god. Oh god. Wait a minute. Tell me you have a drinking problem. No, that's fine. No, we, we are it. starting over. Hey, you. Yeah, you. Anyone has potential to be a Razor Cake contributor. If you don't see or hear what you like covered, lend us a helping hand. If you're knowledgeable about DIY punk, are open to editing. <laughs> open to the editing of your work can meet deadlines and follow instructions, we'll consider your contribution. Drop us a line at razorcake.org slash contact. If you enjoyed this podcast you and want to support what we do, please order a subscription to Razor Cake Magazine at razorcake.org slash subscribe. Get 112 pages of DIY straight to your door every two months interviews articles comics and reviews bands that you definitely aren't going to find out about in the checkout line or even those fake indie websites razorcake.org slash subscribe this podcast is supported by the los angeles county board of supervisors through the los angeles county department of arts and culture any findings opinions or conclusions contained herein are not necessarily those of our grantor thank you cletus hey hey yeah, just just for clarification, clarification purposes. I myself am. Uh, I speak with. I mean, it's not a southern accent, but it's a <laughs> it's a rural accent. It's, it's hard for me to explain to American people, but like when I speak Spanish and, and on purpose, it's taken me a long time to properly cultivate it, and I definitely turn it on for extra charm when necessary. But um, I speak with a very. I try. To, I do my best to speak with a very thick Jalisco accent when I speak. So, man, my mom's from Missouri. Yeah, I speak. I say weird things yeah. that, even though I've lived my whole life in California, I say weird shit. When she's from Missouri, yeah, like Janet and I. Like when I first met Janet, the deal was that I, that well, anyway, um, she would make fun of me a lot because of my Spanish. Like the, the Spanish that I spoke was like the most hardcore redneck Spanish. Like I would use words that I would have to tell her what it meant. And be like, that's not <laughs> that's not what everyone calls like a grill. And she's like, no, I've never heard that. And she would ask her mommy, like, yeah, that's what they call it down south. Like, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> Mexican down south. Yeah, yeah my, my family is from a very rural area in Jalisco called El Ruyo. It's a very small town. It's surrounded by other towns people may know, such as uh, Tonaya, El Limón, El Chico, Las Paredes. There's a big town nearby. It's called Outlan. It used to be called Outlan de Navarro. It comes up right next to the guy's head on the map in Narcos, if that tells you anything about us. It says a lot, actually. Yeah. <clears throat> Hard times for Jalisco. <laughs> but as a true uh, Tijuana guy, keep your hard times to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> as he raises the Bud Light. <laughs> What are we playing? Can we all can we all just can get we along? all just get along? From LA where we've really learned to just get along. I mean, along. come on. 
Come on. Come on, guys. There's, Come gonna, on. there's not going to be another podcast. <laughs> yeah, we're going to make it. Yeah, they're going to fucking ice me. <laughs> oh, did we play anything off this one? Oh, we already did. Oh, fuck. What'd you play? Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I'm, I'm not sad. I'm excited. I'm going to get to hear it on my just, headphones. Just pronounce work. this for me. Lenguas largas. That's what we played. Thank you. A mí no me gustan tipos lenguas largas. We, we, we play a song called Worlds Destroyed. What nice. a great record. I played this at our... DJ gig and that was the one that everyone was coming up and be like Dude, what are you great. playing and it's amazing I have that's no great. idea how I ended up with oh I must have gotten it through razorcake.org yeah. which is written on the back of this record or maybe our charming friend who did the artwork for it Marcos. oh Marcos did the artwork for this he sure did one or the other wow Marcos can't you, can't great you tell job. by the by the little uh, um cacti <sighs> I had no the idea. Guy, the succulent. Big my my love Ricky for Marcos grows every day. I'd pay $30 to make out with Marcos. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. That's equal to John Mule, though. Which one would you pay out? Ex- pay extra right, to make out with? They're both <laughs> married. Are they? Yeah, they're yeah, both married. So that's a, you got to pay top dollar. One single, you can make out with him for 20 bucks. Well, I'll buy you a beer. Why not 30 <laughs> because you're not even spoken for. You don't have a, Wait, hold on. <laughs> I know now. Earlier, I said that if John Mule paid me thirty dollars, I'd do it. That makes more sense. I, I would pay Marcos thirty dollars. Okay. So if you make it with John, you can afford to pay Marcos. <laughs> you can do both. Even tap break even. Yeah, yeah, I like break that. Even. Well, yeah. that's good. That defines our economy. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I don't know if I made the show worse by showing up. I just shouldn't this, have shown up this, today. This concludes no, our. You're, you're the greatest. High five. You're uh, the best. Good luck editing, Daryl. Yeah. Yeah. This concludes our uh, bicarious section. Well, we'll see. I mean, we still got yeah some. Shit. They don't know what happens uh, off air. I don't think curious. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's next? Oh, uh, let's, uh, let's call Valencia. him back. We already played that. Yeah, you played Oh, yeah, we played that. Oh, we didn't talk about what we played. Yeah, we played right. some things. Big shout out to all my friends in Violencia. Um, you know their drummer's actually been doing like 4.45 a.m. jiu-jitsu classes. So Damn. big shout out. Cool. Um, Hard. Yeah, Marco, big shout out. Gobi, big shout out. Everyone, big shout out. The drummer is so badass, and he lives in LA. I love all these guys and gals. Yep. Yeah. Badass. Fun, fucking badass. Fun times. And before that, we heard uh, Dracula's. Uh, this is the most recent installment of the Drunk Dial Records series. This is Chug number ten. Um. Cheers. You guys know Drunk Dial Records. Yes, we. You talked. Everybody, dude, they give a they give a you. band a night to record an original and a cover, and and they got to be drunk, right? and they got to get, uh, oh messed damn, up that's fucking great. They were they. I don't know about this. Tell me more. They list. Uh, so you haven't listened to every podcast twice. <laughs> twice. You lose. I thought you were supposed to be wasted when you listen. What was to the, the last party? band you talked about that you played that 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 did it? Uh, the Dumpies or dumpies, Ditches, yeah. both Dumpies. And you can't ditches, use that word. <laughs> uh, did it recently, and Pretty then sure this is Dracula's. Yeah. A lot, a lot of D bands. I, 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 I'd like to see them take DFMK in there and just see like 
if they can get anything out of it. <laughs> they should get. They should one hundred percent. Drunk now should do the Dollar Boys seven inch. Yeah. Oh, dude. <laughs> what we're gonna play next is, uh, I believe, what some. Uh, oh, uh, I see. Uh, yeah. Some it's people not... consider uh, the first uh, Christian punk record. <laughs> uh, band called Undercover from Orange County off wow. the album called God Rules. <laughs> and this uh, record actually has a personal connection to hmm. the Dollar Boys. Do tell. <laughs> I'm not going to name the member of the Dollar Boys uh, for, you know, privacy. privacy it was say. me. I'm so cool. Yeah. Uh, but the guy who recorded it... Uh, Joey Taylor recorded one of the Dollar Boys like father's like Christian rock band's records. Oh. Hmm, my dad has a lot of explaining to there. Yeah. Thanks, Dad. Okay. Good. But this track's called God <laughs> Rules. And And um, you know what? He does. Because, yeah, I amen. Mean, everybody uses his name in you know, in in vain. vain. Yeah. You know, it's like, okay, well, fucking, Get used to I, I, I love God. I love God. And because, you know. Like, I want to say his name as much as possible. Jesus fucking Christ, right? Shit. Jesus fucking Christ. Jesus and it's fucking like, Christ. I, tell, I, I say that all the time and I get frowned. I get frowned. I'm promoting. I'm it's promoting. Like, it's free. I free promotion. Well, you know, hey. Fucking God But it's like, but damn. I love God that much that yeah. I'm like, I'm like, God damn, fucking Christ. It shows a belief in a higher power. Fucking Christ. God damn it. God damn it. Fuck Christ. Well, I'm anyway. sure this song will make you believe it even oh, more. Yes. The power of Christ. Power of Jesus Christ. Fucking Christ. <laughs> as as there as uh, our Chris. buddy um, Dale would say, the power of Christ compels you. No, he says the power of rock. You know, Virgin Mary. It's the same thing. Period. You know. Yeah. yeah. And uh, do you have you gonna follow it with anything or? I mean, I'm a hardcore Catholic with a cross tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you're playing rancid. I just listen. I just listen. He's Mexican. We're gonna Wa- rock paper scissors crash. after this. He'll bring track. down every goddamn thing the book. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm a heathen. I don't believe in any of this shit. There you go. So, okay, God rules. God rules. God rules. And then we'll play something afterwards. Yeah, something. We'll something. Something. We'll good. see. We'll something see. better. We'll play something. Ernest Tubb. <laughs> Thanks. Rock <laughs> 